Listen, now I'm all upon it, talking directly in a normal tone of voice. I mean, it sounds good, I think. You sound good, I think. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Hi, this is Reed. I'm married to Abby, and I know about physics. Hi, this is Abby. I'm married to Reed, and I don't. Welcome to Family Antimatters. The science podcast from both ends of the spectrum. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to Family Antimatters. Sorry it's been so long. Um, that's going to be my last apology because we apologized on our last podcast yeah, and I hate it. Doing that. We will just like apologize for no reason. Well, I guess there was a reason we were gone for a long time. Yeah, but we're doing it now. We're doing it live. <laughs> anyway, I'm Reed. And I'm Abby. And today we're going to talk about... What are we going to talk about? Flambe. You're weird. <laughs> fire. We're talking about fire. We're going to talk about fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know what actually the word for fire is in any language. That's not true. F- fuego. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's one. It's okay. Fu. Is that what it is in French? Yeah. Fu. <laughs> there's a U in there. Fu. You're fu. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really bad at French, everybody. Okay, um, so... So, yeah, we it, wanted to pick something that... What, you're looking at me? Oh, well, I just wanted to say, if, you, if you're a first-time listener, this podcast is about um, <laughs> us talk about physics. And if you're a long-time listener, a.k.a. I don't know how many episodes we've had, five or six. Yep. Um, then you know the drill. This Go ahead. This is Family Antimatters. Go ahead, This read. is a story about the show? A show about a story about science. <laughs> we can cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> With a science person and a non-science person. Ugh. Yep. We're, we're rusty at this. Yeah, no, it's, it's real bad. So yeah, this week we wanted to talk about something that you experience every day. And then you go, what the hell is it? That's not real good. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep talking away from your mic. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Abby, why are we talking about fire? Um, I actually don't know why we're talking about fire. I just thought it sounded like a cool topic because you presented it to me. Okay. So, yeah. obviously, everyone knows what fire is. You've seen fire before. Tell me, what is fire? Or what do I know about fire? Yeah, tell me what fire is. Okay. Um, things I know about fire. <laughs> Let me get... Let me get my notes. Okay. It is heat slash combustion of things. I honestly don't know. It's all you. Um, Keep going. It's a plasma. I only know that because of you. Um, Oxygen (laughs) fuels it. There's oxygen. gets bigger. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, And as it gets hotter, it changes colors. Like a hot flame is blue for like super hot and then i think it turns white is that right i'm not sure that it turns white yeah 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 that um do that. so that is 
literally <coughs> all I know about fire other than it's like hot and scary. And the movie backdraft scared me a lot <laughs> as a kid. I still think, uh, arachnophobia as far as like just topic, scary movies was worse for me. Really? The backdraft. Yeah. I mean, arachnophobia is really scary, but it's like super, super implausible that that would happen. I guess. And like backdraft for me was all about like urban setting buildings getting caught on fire and like. Also, you grew up in L.A., which was basically on fire every summer. Yeah. And I and I think <laughs> maybe backdraft takes place in L.A. In any case, it was terrifying. For what it's worth, fire wins against the spiders in arachnophobia. That's the end. Oh, yeah. Yep. Wait, who's in that? John Goodman? Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, so, everyone. No. But Is it John Goodman or John Candy? I thought it was John Goodman. I could be wrong. We're going to have to look this up. Yeah. Okay. And Sorry. And never speak of it again. Sorry to everyone. Okay. So I actually learned a little bit about fire this week in preparation for this as well. Mm-hmm. Should I look stuff up? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I just I just wanted to make sure of of one thing, and uh, yeah, it was it was the plasma part. So let's oh. let's start with your talking points. You said it is heat slash combustion. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hot, and like things get set on fire when there's like like say you like rub two sticks together for a long time, and there's friction, it creates heat, and that gets. That makes fire. Right. So what's the difference between just being hot and being like in flames and on fire? The, the I don't know. What is the difference? So it starts a chemical reaction. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you know, in like grade school science where they're like, what's the difference between a mixture and like a chemical reaction? No, I absolutely don't remember that. Really? No. And the mixture is something you can like separate back out in the chemical reaction. Like once it's done, it's done. Think about it like once you burn a piece of paper, yeah, you can't like smash the ashes back together like into a piece of paper. Well, I guess it's like if you cut a piece of paper, you can't put it back together either. I get that's going off topic. <laughs> 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 Reed has I mean, look at his face like, well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, you can. You what? Just you just mulch the paper into pulp, like oh, well, liquefy it, repour it, and you know. But you can't like in it. If you have two things of paper, you can't like stick them back together, really. You just changed its shape. You haven't changed its its composure. Anyway, I don't <laughs> care. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, don't care. <laughs> Doesn't have to do with fire. Okay, so it's a chemical reaction, and um, right once. Okay. Something gets hot enough, you know, a thing that is going to catch on fire gets hot enough, it starts to break down and you get this chemical reaction. It fire is basically rapid oxidation. So you know how like rust happens really slowly and is stuff oxidizing like iron or whatever? Yeah. So rust is definitely not fire. But it's a chemical reaction. It is also a chemical reaction. It's also oxidation. But uh, fire happens real fast, and it happens because things get hot. And it's, uh, you know, the carbon or whatever, basically getting hot enough to react with the air. It breaks the oxygen, the O2. So there's a, a chemical bond holding the oxygen together. 
which is kind of weak. Chemical bonds in like carbon dioxide and water, H2O, are a lot stronger. So once you get enough heat there, the oxygen splits apart and combines with the stuff that you're burning into things with stronger bonds. So the breaking of that oxygen bond kicks out energy, kicks out light, kicks out heat. You're giving me this this weird look. I think I get what you're saying. So it's like a rapid chemical reaction, and that's why there's all that like flash and bang. Right. So yeah. you know, there there are ingredients for fire, mm-hmm. and if you like remove any one of those, it turns out there are three. Yeah. So if what are the components of fire? Because you keep talking about it. Okay. Yeah. You need fuel. Mm-hmm. You need oxygen, and you need heat. Okay. Yeah. No, that's not what I meant. What do you mean? Like the chemical composure of oh. fire. Oh, of like flame? Yeah. So flame is composed largely of uh, carbon dioxide, like CO2, mm-hmm. water vapor, O2, and nitrogen. And when it gets real hot, it becomes a plasma. So a plasma is another state of energy. I mean, not state of energy, state of matter. Another mm-hmm. state of matter. You got solid, liquid, gas. And if you energize gas even more, it separates so that you know the charges are completely separate. It becomes yeah. entirely ionized. We've talked about plasma uh-huh. before in the Wakefield acceleration thing. Yeah. I wasn't going to go further. <laughs> you just wanted to say that we've talked about yeah. plasma before. Yeah, with like the laser and the pulsing mm-hmm. and the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I got, I got nothing. I, I know nothing about fire, dude. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in order to have plasma, you need to have some sort of matter that becomes plasma. Because that's what the fuel is. Right, so that's what the fuel... (laughs) (laughs) What? Exactly what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we suck. Yeah. We're going to spend some time in the editing room (laughs) this week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Okay. So Um, bring, bring it back together. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> the fuel, the carbon, the whatever. The wood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Reacts with the oxygen mm-hmm. because of the heat. That uh that chemical reaction takes place and you got you know CO2, you got carbon molecules, you got stuff in the air that is either super energized because of the reaction taking place. Or is just hot because of you know, whatever's going on, the burning. Both are true. And that, you know, little bit of stuff, the you know, the ash, the carbon dioxide, the nitrogen, is emitting uh black body radiation. It's just light that comes off of stuff when it gets really hot. So that's part of why you see that color from the flame. Yeah. And it follows the you know, rule of black body radiation, being that uh, you know the hotter it is, the different color it turns. So that's why 
like you were talking about, you know, hotter fire gets. Uh, does it mo- does it go white if it's super hot? Um, I don't know. I don't know where I heard that. So it follows the the visible light spectrum. Yeah, you know, the lowest energy is you know kind of red, mm. and it becomes orange into yellow, into blue, you know, violet, and then. I guess eventually ultraviolet, but that's not visible. Yeah. I've never really seen violet flame. I've seen or, blue. Yeah, at least from carbon. The other part is depending on what you're burning. Yeah. So the the temperature is like the overriding factor. But remember the really cool like campfire stuff? It was like this weird chemical powder that you throw in and make the chain the the yeah. flames turn different colors. Yeah, like green and blue and purple. Yeah. That's the other part of it is depending on what that fuel is, that'll change what color of black body radiation is kicked out from certain temperatures. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. Yeah. Why does water put out fire? Good question. Because it takes away one of those three ingredients, which is heat. Oh. Yeah. How? Uh, water absorbs heat really well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a good energy absorber, especially in that you know if you get hot enough, it boils, and that energy to turn from a liquid into you know gas, it consumes a lot of energy. Mm. So yeah, you throw water on a flame; it's basically sucking out heat into the water. And that's oh, that's why it gets all steamy. Yeah. So okay. that's, that's one of the ways. Interesting. You know what's funny about this is just like, it's all sort of like no done, like in terms of like water is wet and then you put it on fire and then it goes out, <laughs> but you like, you don't never really think about why. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now that's why I sound like an idiot. Cause I'm just like, why does this happen? No, you're not an idiot. That's why asking these questions of like really basic everyday, like I've seen fire for my entire life. Yeah. But how does it work? Yeah. I, how is not an easy question. Like flame is actually a really complicated thing. Yeah. Um, so the part I was telling you that I actually learned mm-hmm. like coming into this was the, uh, the shape of flame, you know, kind of that leaping, you know, wicking you know, sort, sort of, of like shape. undulating shape. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to do with um, hot stuff rising. Yeah, hot stuff. Hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get that kind of upward shape. Mm-hmm. And as it gets far enough from the heat, depending on how hot the thing is, you know, your your stuff, your carbon dioxide and whatnot, stop radiating as visibly and then stop radiating vi- visibly at all. So you get something that looks like a contained flame. You know, it looks like a little bit of thing. Mm-hmm. So what I learned was that flame under different gravitational conditions looks way different. Really? So, like, in zero gravity, flame looks super crazy? Uh, It basically looks like a sphere. Yeah, I I just saw a picture of that. I guess that makes sense, considering there's no, like, is it, like, friction? Or what would cause... I guess because... I guess some of the forces of, is not present since gravity, right? Right. Yeah, gravity is exactly it. So you know that you know heat rises. Mm-hmm. It rises because it's less dense than less hot stuff. Yeah. 
and the less or the more dense stuff is pulled down by gravity. If there's no gravity, heat's not going to rise because cold stuff's not going to fall. It's just like... Yeah, it's just chilling. Stationary. It just radiates outward like from a light bulb. That's crazy. Yeah. I bet we'll put, <laughs> we can put a link to that picture in the description. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wait, are you going to show me? Yeah. Look at that. Whoa. Yeah. It's a... Okay, so I'm going to describe this picture to you. <laughs> so fire is affected by gravity. On the left is a flame on Earth. It's like a, it's like a match with like the very quintessential teardrop shape, sort of like elongated um, flame that we all come to know and draw as kids. And then on the right, it's just like a blue half dome globe, globe <laughs> thing. And it's, it's looks, real cool. It looks like something at Coachella. <laughs> so Am I you wrong? just stare at for hours while getting super high. Yeah, it just looks like it's like you took some E in the desert. You just saw Kendrick. <laughs> you just saw Kendrick Lamar, and like there's this art installation that's just like plasma in zero gravity. Yeah, we'll definitely put the link here. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I will put a link in the uh, in the description for is one of my favorite things to do with flame, and this is a, a really good like visual example of flame being a plasma is this the thing in the microwave oh hell yeah okay so if there are any children listening i just want to do a safety call out here and do this with the supervision of an adult not like reed and his dumb best friend who would do this we were technically adults also you might not want to do this with your microwave at home <laughs> that you're going to eat food out of unless you really know what you're doing yeah because it's easy to break stuff in a microwave yeah what yeah just get so. like a cheap ass microwave children just Hell be yeah. safe be safe just go to goodwill and get a cheap ass microwave and do some science in it yeah just do it outside all right all right go ahead so if safety you, over <laughs> if you put a flame in a microwave and by say when i say like put a flame take like a cork and jam like a wooden matchstick into it light it real quick close the microwave and turn it on mm-hmm and what you're going to see is the flame. It gets energized by the microwaves and starts belching out these energy balls, like pink, green, blue, and they make kind of a wow, wow, wow sound. Like, it's literally audible. I'm not making that up. I'm not saying it looks like wow, wow. <laughs> it makes that noise. Uh, that's a, like, like <laughs> anime thing you just said. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen... Uh, People do it with a jar, like a glass jar over the top as well. Mm-hmm. So it gets caught in the jar. Instead of belching out balls, it basically lingers in you know, it, the, the plasma, the energized gas, lingers in the top of the jar and just sits as this like glowing cloud. That seems dangerous. And if you do it for long enough, the jar will shatter and explode in your microwave. Yeah, that doesn't sound <laughs> yeah. safe. Also, it gets real hot. And don't grab it with your bare hands. Are you speaking from experience? No. Okay, good. Um, all right, so that's cool because the microwaves make it all like plasma-y and crazy. Yeah. So there's already gas, you know, smoke coming out of this fire. And that becomes even more energized by the microwaves that are heating it up like it would heat up your food. And it... You know, instead of turning the water into steam, it turns the smoke into a plasma. That's really cool. I don't know why it makes noise. All right. Yeah. That's uh, 
plasma experiment number one on this podcast. Number two is taking a grape, cutting it in half, and putting that in the microwave. I have no idea why that makes plasma. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's really weird. Yep. Um, plasma experiment number two on this podcast. Plasma. Plasma. Okay, so... Um, anyway. My last question... Oh, more questions. ...is, so what does fire have to do with physics? <laughs> Uh, Black body radiation is definitely physics. Mm -hmm. Chemical reactions. All physics. (laughs) You're like, Abby, shut up. No. like Physics is explanation of how the natural world works, right? Mm -hmm. How flame works is not necessarily a given. That's not a no-duh. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Don't know. Now you know. Now I know, (laughs) Mr. President. Mr. President. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. Wait, do we have anything else to talk about? Um, oh, we got a really nice email from a from a fan like a month or so ago. Oh, yeah, our first. Our first, which made our me feel really fan. good. It also I made mean, f- our first email. It <laughs> also made me feel guilty because we hadn't recorded a podcast in a while, and this person was really nice and asked if we could do an episode on quantum computing. So shout outs, and yes, we can, but we're just not ready for that this week. Yeah, I kind of want to get a guest on for the quantum computing episode. So I actually took a college course on quantum computing and wrote a term paper, but that was, yeah, like 15 years ago. ago. So obviously quantum computing has come leaps and bounds since then. So we're going to probably get a guest and maybe do some research. Yeah, I'll probably do way more research for that episode. I think it might be a very special episode of... Yeah, don't you worry. We'll we'll come hard. Nice, nice face. Sorry, sorry. Not he, what I meant. He interrupted me, but I said it's going to be a very special episode of Family Antimatters because we'll actually do research before Reed says something unintentionally gross, uh, <laughs> and you can stop interrupting me. I mean, am I necessarily interrupting you for both talking over one another? I guess you're right. Yeah, we're really bad at this. It's fine. Well. Thanks for uh, for tuning in, uh, and we'll throw you at the outro. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, uh, pitch us an email if you want. We love emails. Oh, we really do. We also like tweets. Also tweets. But this is all in the outro, so it's redundant. Yep. Okay. <laughs> all right. Peace, guys. Bye. like us subscribe to us on itunes you can also follow us on twitter at antimatterscast if you have a good topic for an episode email us at familyantimatters at gmail.com that's all one word no hyphen familyantimatters at gmail.com cool thanks